So when it comes to vitamins, why are there always different multivitamins for men and women? I feel like most people just need the same kind of vitamins. Yeah, I think whenever I go to, I think whenever I go to places like GMC and, and there are just so many different colored bottles, I'm like, are we discovering new vitamins? <laughs> like, I feel like we've probably known what most of the vitamins are for as long as humans have been around, you know? Just trying to make more money, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure you pop in a couple Flintstones gummies and you are good to go. Yeah, for Did the you next ever, 20 years. <laughs> you guys ever use that, um... It's like it's like pre-workout, and it's got like Gatorade and and like creatine. It's not like protein you eat afterwards, but now you're supposed to do something beforehand to like get you jacked. It's got caffeine in it. Yeah, it you know what I'm talking about? Up, right? Like it's, bang. It's, it's like yeah, like a bang energy. <laughs> yeah, there, no, yeah, it's kind of no like a pre-workout bang. <laughs> I was um, I think when new guys were moving into the house this year, there was a bottle left over that was like halfway eaten. Eaten is just a weird way to say that. <laughs> but they're like, hey, do you take want those, this? Taking those dry scoops. And I'm like, sure. And I look on the back and it's got like a lot of caffeine. And I talked to my brother about it. He's like, oh yeah, I can't even like keep my hands still when I take it. It just gets me wired. And I'm like, <laughs> and he's like a veteran workout guy. That so I'm like, it works. <laughs> dude, I guess. I don't know. It's just such a weird market. Cause it's like, it's just so non-essential. You know, at the very least, if you sell different kinds of food, you know, you can argue that like, oh, it's essential. Or it's like, oh, it's a new take, but it's just like, it's just vitamins that you probably get anyway. Right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you look back at 80s bodybuilders, did they really have all this these pre-workouts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had steroids. <laughs> yeah, or gladiators. Or yeah. pirates. Yeah. <laughs> I think they had more of a I think they had vitamin deficiencies. That's what scurvy is caused by. Yeah, vitamin vitamin C deficiency. Anyway, they guys. Had, they had plenty of C. <laughs> Welcome back to Bathtub Full of Questions, the talk show about everything and nothing. We are super excited. For this week's topic, drum roll. That's a really weak drum roll. Yep, okay. Yep, okay. We're talking about underrated movies. Um, and just to define that really quickly, underrated movies are movies we either think should be more popular or movies that most people don't like but we actually really enjoy. Um, so we're really excited to get into that. I'd like to introduce our special guest star, a friend of the podcast, very loyal fan, Logan Everhart, would you hey. like to introduce yourself? Thanks, I'm Logan. I'm an expert on underrated movies. I'm glad to be here. I would say you're expert on movies, underrated, overrated, and everywhere in between. Oh yeah. No, you're definitely one I of the guys. You're definitely one of the guys who's who's one of the few guys I know who's seen more movies than I have. <laughs> and well, that and my hat is off to you. Thank you. And, and, and for those of you who couldn't see, he actually lifted his hat off and tipped it. To the, to bad the radio. Yeah, bad radio. <laughs> a little bit of visual media humor. Anyway, we're really excited to have you as our as our uh, counsel, as our expert on underrated movies. Um, yeah, and we've been we've been wanting to get Logan here on the podcast as he is the biggest fan. We post the podcast, and man, he listens to it within 10 minutes of release about every single time yeah he, um it was like yeah it was like 20 minutes after i we released the cryptozoology episode and he texted me santa is a cryptid which like i knew he was a loyal fan because that said at the very end of our, one of our longest episodes so we are super excited to have you um but uh, i guess without further ado um let's dive right in all right
Welcome back, guys. We are ready to get started. Logan, how do you feel? First time on the air. Excellent. Nothing to it. <laughs> was that a was that a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure reference to get us started that I picked up on? <laughs> Dude, you read my mind. Still need to see face the music, but I, I let's watch it all together. <laughs> yeah, is that? I was confused. Is that getting released on? It is released. It's out. Yeah, through uh, it's like twenty bucks though, but okay, but it was yeah. like released digitally. Yeah, and I've heard good things. People like it, so. And that's funny because I was thinking about it the other day. Do you remember in high school when the interview got released directly online and people were like, "What yeah, is yeah, going yeah. on?" <laughs> but now that's just a normal thing. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Oh, everything's released. But now you gotta, I don't know, just toss in the money that you would spend on taking your family out to the movies, but uh, no expensive snacks. I did see, however, that. Like Mulan just got released as well. It's thirty dollars on Disney Plus. Apparently, twenty nine percent of American Disney Plus owners like they all like watch Mulan. They spent the thirty bucks on it. So, so apparently they're yeah, I know. And apparently, Mulan it's just Mulan. So I I don't go, don't get me started on Disney remakes. But it's like Mulan they're without, making money. It's Mulan without the musical and without Mushu, like the two. Yeah, most important they're like yeah. Let's like let's take everything lovable about the original and take it away. But add more kung fu, which everyone loves. I love, yeah, but <laughs> and that's the most Hulu. That's the most. That's the most Hulu move ever, too. Like you see this Hulu Premium, as if it's not enough to pay for multiple streaming services. You got to pay for double. You got to pay double just to watch half of the good movies on Hulu. Anyone seen that? I know we have the student no, subscription. I, my, my family has Hulu Live, and I have the student oh. subscription, oh, so it has live sports. People forget that. So, a big Hulu yeah, guy. Hulu, Palm Springs came out. That was awesome. That was but, a good movie. I just feel like, I feel like Hulu is everything and nothing, though. Because yeah. it's not the best at anything. It's got good TV. I like it. I mean, it. yeah. I, I would say movies are easily the weakest part of Hulu. But, I mean, it's yeah. got, like, Atlanta, Dave. Is pretty like, good. Everything on FX right is on Hulu. Like, Atlanta and Dave, and you were just saying, it's always sunny. I want to watch Fargo and, like, what's it called? What We Do in the Shadows. That's also on there, but... Is that um? Isn't Chris Rock gonna be on the new Fargo season? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, I love the movie, so I want to like get into the show, and I've heard good things. So, yeah, I really liked. I've really liked Atlanta so far. It's the yeah. Glover TV show. It's pretty funny, and it's like this weird, quiet vibe too. It's not like up in your face. I've been rewatching it the last week, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, I watched a couple episodes when um when Chet was in town. So, yeah, I I just get so who was just like. What did I call a bad girlfriend last time? Was it Skyline is a bad girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, Skyline. Okay, Skyline is a bad girlfriend, and Hulu is a bad girlfriend because... So Hulu is Skyline. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> if you didn't get any... If you don't walk away with anything I love else... both of those things. That, <laughs> but I don't like bad girlfriends, so... <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, it's just like... They suck you in, and they have ads that get progressively longer as the episode goes on, so you're like, oh, of course... <laughs> But yeah, no but, others. But, how does they get away once, with that when no other streaming service does? Every once in a while, they do ask you which ad experience do you prefer, so you can choose. <laughs> so when you how just like click through without looking at it, it's like it's like the terms and agreements checkbox. I mean, the other day it asked me. It was a pet food commercial. I said, "Do you want pet food commercial? Same brand, but for dogs or cats?" And I said, "Well, obviously, I'm a dog guy, so." <laughs> yes, I'd like to see the same commercial again. Thank you, survey. Anyway, I think it's time to get right into it. Um, underrated movies, like we said, movies that are either not as popular as they should be or 
better or should be less hated than they actually are. And I'm just going to go my first pick, something really close to home for me. I'm going to go Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Now, hear me out. Interesting take right there. <laughs> because most people say, oh, that's the that's the creepy stepchild of the Indiana Jones franchise. One, it's not Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, so argument's already over. Two, it does, I will admit, it is it is a lot darker than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, I mean, there's stuff like child slavery, like stuff they really couldn't get away with with now, right. like child slavery, violence, some racially insensitive things. Monkey brains. Monkey brains. <laughs> Which actually, popular misconception about that scene, um, that was meant to show that there was something up with the thuggy cult. Not like it was like this weird depiction of Indian food. It was like, oh, Indians don't actually eat like this. Right. These people must be weird. <laughs> so that's kind of a fun fact most people don't know. But yeah, I've always loved Temple of Doom. I always loved, um, for those of you who know this about me, um, I didn't have a lot of friends growing <laughs> up. So I'd spend most Friday nights watching movies. And I loved... I loved the pre- Star Wars prequels, and I loved Indiana Jones, and I would Same watch, here. I would rewatch Temple of Doom the first thirty minutes in Shanghai, like probably every other Friday night. It was wow. just so. My favorite's the last thirty minutes. I think it has like the best ending of all the Indiana Jones movies. It's probably a hot take, but I love the scene on the bridge when like all the archers are coming down. Oh yeah, and like, then say <laughs> he hello, cuts the rope. Kali in hell, <laughs> and he cuts the rope. Yep, and, and then like, eaten by alligators yeah. too. <laughs> Like instantly, yeah. like there's like a pan. He's like already ripped in half. <laughs> but yeah, there's that cool minecart scene. Yeah, I li- I really one. like I like short round too. I don't think he's annoying. Um, I like the setting. I like how it's a little darker. Um, I, will I really say, like the yeah. Shanghai intro. Willie is annoying. Willie really, yeah, screams really a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's the classic. Like you know somebody, so you get cast in the movie. Like yeah. she was Steven Spielberg's girlfriend, or like oh. they would end up dating at the time, and I think he liked her so. But yeah, she just screams and is really pretty annoying the whole movie and serves no purpose. But yeah. other than that, um, and I kind of like the grimier take that it looks mm-hmm. at. I guess I can I can relate to that. Yeah, it is no Raiders of the Lost Ark, but it yep. is. I would say it is arguably better than uh, the Last Crusade as well. Ooh. That one is. Uh, it's it's good, but it overrated. <laughs> but oh, it doesn't. Um, I don't know. It doesn't give as much to the. I guess general just feel of Indiana Jones. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I think what I noticed. I so I rewatched the the three movies re- very recently, and I think Last Crusade is a lot safer because I think there was a lot of backlash about Temple of Doom, so they kind of reverted back yeah, to the old formula, like like Force Awakens. Yeah. Because you think about it, you know, it's like it's another it's another like biblically related artifact. You Go back know. to Nazis. It's back to Nazis, which was safe. I think the introduction of Nazis. his father gives the character the a lot of heart. Sean Connery's great. We'll yeah, get back to great. that later. But yeah, Temple of Doom, first pick. Boom. It did also inspire quite a few good levels on Lego Indiana Jones. Yes, it's yes. True. I, I had a bunch of sets. <laughs> and you could like make your own levels in the second yep. one too. Because yeah. they like they made a game about the first three and then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out, so they made a second game, but only added one new level or yeah. set of levels. But uh, yeah, that's my first pick. Uh, take it away, Logan. All right, with my first pick, I will go with the 1993 Richard Linklater classic, Dazed and Confused. Oh, what a movie. Yes. TJ and I watched yeah, this recently. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Which is a lot. so organic. <laughs> You just worked that right in. No, I planned like that. A already. <laughs> that's that's one of the lines from the movies. So if you didn't know this, this is Ben Affleck and Matthew McConaughey's first movie. 
this is where they got big. So this movie takes place. It's uh. It's like the freaks and geeks. Of it's like the last day of high school in 1976. So it's uh, all these juniors are like they're going into their senior year, but for some reason, like they get to uh, they build these bats right, and they go to the middle school and beat up all the middle school kids that are coming into high school Wait, just physical to bats. Yes, it's kind of like no, they're they're, they're kind of like the fraternity like plank things. Like the paddles. So. It's kind of like a Greek life for high school. <laughs> but that's like the first half of the movie. But after that, it's just a lot of driving around and uh, looking for parties. And it's just a blast. It doesn't have much of a plot. The, cl and, the classic high school trip, yeah. driving around looking for something to do. Classic driving around, um, carving bats and premeditatedly stalking and attacking. <laughs> yeah. <middle> <laughs> but one thing, no. my favorite thing about this movie, it has it has the greatest soundtrack, I think, ever. They spent like 20% of the budget on the music in this movie. They have people like Aerosmith, Leonard Skinner, Alice Cooper, ZZ Top, Kiss, Deep Purple, Ted Nugent, Bob Dylan, Black, Sib Black Sabbath, and it goes on. So oh. I'm yeah, a big we, fan. <laughs> we recently watched this, Logan and I, at his house, and then he told me about the – it's a semi-sequel. Spiritual sp sequel. Spiritual sequel yep. to this. Um, everybody wants some. some <laughs> list. Also, um, it's the I college version. It's yeah. the college version of it. It's the first few days of college. But I think it plays really well into yeah. the, like the last day of high school. Then the next one is. Uh, that is my favorite college movie, I will say. It just captures the, the vibe of just guys in college having a good time. Like, kind of like, yeah. like Monsters University before Monsters University. Yeah. Y yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except they're not monsters, but they kind of are. <laughs> but yeah, we're movie... not, we're not, yeah, we're not literary analysis. We don't have to go that deep. But yeah, Matthew McConaughey in this movie is 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 the greatest Matthew McConaughey role. It's just him. He's too old, but he's hanging out with like a bunch of high school kids when he's like twenty five. So that's kind of so he's problematic. Like that, he's like that blonde yeah. guy in the David Dobrik videos. I guess I I don't know, but he's got all the good quotes like "All right, all right, all right" is kind oh, of his from, one. Right? Uh, be a lot cooler if you did, and. uh What's the other one? I don't have it. Well, one one's problematic. I don't know if I should read it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I know Matthew McConaughey has been in so many things, but whenever I hear the name, I always picture him looking sad on the sidelines of the Texas LSU game. You know, he's got his hands on his hand. He's like, Yeah. Well, this is a big Texas movie. It's yeah, it awesome. takes place in Texas. So does um, everybody wants some. So he said he said Texas winning a national championship felt better than his first Oscar. I mean, that sounds like him. That's that, a college football that dude, that dude just vibes. Football. <laughs> Big Ted is coming yeah. back. Let's go. Just, just got to keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> I'll throw it over to TJ. Yes. Well, those are both two great movies. Another one that I think really fits in there is the 2007 thriller mystery Zodiac. Based Ooh, off of uh, the Not Zodiac killer. Um, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr. Both do very well in their roles here um i just think that uh, it didn't get as much hype i feel like maybe when everybody was in quarantine they were get went on the serial killer kick and maybe some people started to watch it then um just because they were bored at home but yeah, i feel like more kick. more people should uh check this out on netflix i watched it um a while ago probably a couple years but i definitely um, have revisited it recently just because it is it's a long movie it's bordering yeah. on three hours but yeah. it is an investment well worth your time so i don't know if you guys have seen that but 
It, would you say it's the best movie about the Zodiac Killer? I take because I've Ooh. seen I've seen 1971's Dirty Harry with Clint Eastwood, <laughs> where he's like a hard as nails cop, and like it's got the line is like, "You got let me ask you a question. Do I feel lucky? <laughs> well, do you, punk? I don't I don't know if I did that justice. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's all I remember from that movie. And, and he's and like he's going after the Zodiac Killer. It's Wait, awesome. But... Is that a, isn't that a taxi driver? That... No, no. You looking at me? I'll get the taxi driver you, you later. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So you're saying that got a big kick on Netflix? I did yeah. see it on it was like it's all over, but so I haven't seen it. See, I like I think Netflix and quarantine are responsible for the rebirth of Avatar interest too. Like Avatar oh, the Last 100%. Airbender. Right. Appa's a boat. Appa is a boat! <laughs> Appa is a boat. <laughs> Not <laughs> Okay, what is he, an airplane? He's an animal. <laughs> uh, well, if you live your life defining things by what they actually are, you're never truly living, Logan. And you just got to keep living, man. Yeah, how about you get out of that box so that mind <laughs> oh my you God. you've locked yourself into? Sheesh. Yeah, and okay, now uh, well, a boat is living. Yeah, into, I mean, man. not to revisit an old argument. If up is a boat, then Santa's a cryptid. <laughs> okay, that's like a pretty good way of thinking about it. I don't know. I guess he's like more of an airplane. Like a conscious airplane. You know, like, um, you know how they did Planes as the sequel to Cars? The direct-to-video sequel? Yeah, the direct-to-video sequel. You know those Disney direct-to-video Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I know watching. about it. Has anyone seen uh, Pocahontas 2? Oh, <laughs> or, no. or Hunchback of Notre Dame 2? Disney did that with Oz 2. Oh, is that Wiz? That one I heard gives night, like, that's like a oh, that nightmare was one. nightmare fuel. I Ooh. watched it when I was little. It was... Like, underrated movie? <laughs> I'd say underrated scary movie, maybe. <laughs> And they also did like four Lion Kings after it. Like there's Lion King yeah. one and a half with uh, Timon and Pumbaa. Cash grab. Yeah. And it's the same. Here's the thing. Okay. The direct-to-video sequels were cash grab in the early 2000s and late 90s. And now what we're doing is just remaking them. Yeah, Like remaking action. Mulan and yeah. making worse versions. Like we don't watch cartoons and Disney movies for realism. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, I wish Hercules looked more real. You know, nobody yeah. thought that. It's just <laughs> cashing in on people's nostalgia. No I mean, one's like, I'm so much, I'm so glad Mulan is more realistic. I didn't yeah. want a wisecracking, hilarious um, spirit dragon and a, and a retinue of memorable songs, you know? That's how I feel uh, about Lion King. Lion King was just like, it was somehow 30 minutes longer, but it was the same exact movie. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, Seriously? I still think they should, they should do live action Treasure Planet. There's some, uh, that would be good. There's that potential there. You might be getting into that later as well. <laughs> Does Treasure Planet have songs? I don't. It has like one so song by like maybe Creed. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like uh, Counting live Crows. Action, I don't know. Live action Atlantis. Uh, that would be cool. Atlantis Square Panis. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I mentioned this on the last podcast, but I, I remember that special so well because there's a set of Burger King toys. <laughs> yeah. Of like SpongeBob being all these cryptids, like uh, yeah. like um, what's the name of that water horse called? Not a Pegasus. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Hippocampus. Like, yeah, Hippocampus oh, or whatever. There's like a Hippocampus and like a Sasquatch and a and a, a Bunyip and all these different things. You can look them up. But um, right on. Anyway, good pick, TJ. Um, but I'm about to blow y'all's minds with my second pick. Um, I feel like this is a movie nobody even remembers or even talks about or thinks about. I'm gonna go with another sequel to a beloved franchise, uh, Ghostbusters Two. <laughs> if, <laughs> okay. If, if, if the popularization of Higher and Higher by Jackie Wilson wasn't enough, <laughs> it's the same cast with the same chemistry. I will admit, 
it's kind of reach. It's like it, it has a different problem than Temple of Doom because it kind of retreads a lot of Ghostbusters two to the point of being annoying, where like they have to regain their credibility at the beginning. And, and for some reason, at the beginning of Ghostbusters two, nobody believes in ghosts anymore, even <laughs> though there's like a montage yeah. of like ghosts flying everywhere and a giant marshmallow man. But everyone's like, we don't believe in ghosts. My dad said you make that stuff up. Um, <laughs> they were like, they you guys were like, what? <laughs> yeah. They were. Unless they moved to like a different city, I don't understand. Did no one have camera or memories back then or something? I don't know. It was New York, you know. It was like the center of the it's center of the U.S. Um, but yeah, I love it because it's it's the same chemistry. the The actors worked brilliantly together last movie. They do the same thing. I think there's some memorable new creative ideas, like the whole slime in New York. I thought that was cool. Is it Vigo the Carpathian? Is yeah, that, Vigo. Is that, yeah, is that he's in the painting. <laughs> and there's like the guy with the yeah. hilariously ridiculous European. Eastern European accent who has a crush on Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> and the uh the what's it called? Statue of Liberty, right? Yes! <laughs> they use they use purple slime in the song Higher and Higher by Jackie Wilson to make the Statue of Liberty come alive and control it with N64 controllers. Does it dance? I, I feel like I remember it dancing. I feel like they like do I feel like there's a scene where everyone's like cheering them on and they're like waving is like, we came, we saw, we kicked it. You know, like one of those kind of things. But um, yeah, I don't know. I love and I love Ghostbusters one, and it it. I think the Ghostbusters franchise is in a sorry state of affairs right now. Um, the twentieth yeah. century has not been too kind, or the twenty first century has not been too kind. Um, but yeah, I really There's love another one in the works. Too. Yeah, it's what? been delayed, but it's in the works. It's so, Paul Rudd. Let's move past will, will the exhausting that, franchises. Will that Ghostbusters two hold up to this Ghostbusters two? Just <laughs> like the new Ghostbusters one held up to the last Ghostbusters. I don't know. I'm just so sick of people like exhausting a good idea. Like Terminator is a classic example of oh, that. Yeah. Aliens. T1, Aliens, T2, yeah. and then just... I'm sorry to say it, Fast and Furious. Oh, man. I, I can't wait for Fast 9. <laughs> That's for another time. <laughs> I don't know. Hobbs and Shaw was, I feel like, worth watching, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm really... I have, that in, got, I have Fast a... 5 in one of my honorable mentions, I will say. Because that's the one, it's not too ridiculous. It's the first one that's truly an action movie. That's when The Rock comes in. They're in Rio. It's a, an awesome heist movie. Is, so I recommend that one if you guys are like unsure about the Fast and Furious franchise. That's before they went like way off the rails, but it still it, holds up. Is that the one in Tokyo where it's like, I wonder if you know. That's Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> no, this, this one's Fast in Rio. <laughs> okay. They sing Donza, Donza Kaduro. It's awesome. But. Cool. Well, I'll kick it over to you, Logan. All right, with my next pick, I got the 2007 sci-fi epic Sunshine, directed by Danny Boyle, who you may know from 127 Hours and Slumdog Millionaire. This is a oh, like post-Human Torch Chris Evans, so he's oh, coming, he's hot oh, coming oh, up into this one. A little bit, yeah. yeah, he is on. Fire. He had a bad haircut in that and those fantastic horror <laughs> <So>, movies. <laughs> he was good in those movies, though. But what else? Uh, yeah, the year is 2057 and the sun is dying. So the world has decided to send a group of astronauts and scientists to reignite the sun using a nuclear bomb. <laughs> so they, ha they have this enormous ship that like the entire front of the ship is like this big shield, like that uh, shield of solar panels. And that's used to like power it. It's called Icarus because I don't know if you know the story, like Icarus is like a Greek like legend who flew too yeah. close to the sun. So they're flying to the sun and uh, <laughs> hijinks ensues. I mean, I don't want to like get too much into it, but it's just an awesome concept and it's got one of the greatest movie scores I've ever heard, which is probably wild to say about a 
sci-fi movie no one's heard, but it's incredible. You should check it out. John Murphy is the guy. Uh, but yeah, incredible sounds, visuals, great concept. Sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I've I don't even think I've heard of that before today. Yeah. But have you have you ever been relieved by problems you won't have to deal with, like the sun dying? Oh, like oh yeah, we won't be around for that. Yeah, it says twenty fifty seven. So <laughs> maybe the like, uh, oceans rising. I mean, that might be a problem. The last ten years of my life, but. <laughs> from the future logan (laughs) yeah that's a future andrew problem that's a right now people problem (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's crazy i mean like some of the projections are really depressing about how polynesia is pretty much going to be underwater in 20 years i talked about coral reefs last time yeah we've already lost 30 percent of the world's reefs better get out there soon (laughs) i was at the columbus zoo again yesterday it was hilarious it was like a tuesday in the middle of a work day so there's like nobody there. i was like tuesday at one it was really cool i've never been to the columbus zoo which i cannot believe that as i've mentioned before i think the columbus zoo is the happiest place on earth wow whoa all right i I thought about it there's there's two places in one in florida one in california that i think they would try to say that you're wrong i was thinking about the other day i don't think i've ever been sad at the zoo (laughs) this guy I don't think I've ever been sad at the zoo. It was a great day. Like they fed the giraffes, the moose ooh. walked into the ocean or the, the <laughs> into the like ocean moose Logan pond. Is sad that when he came up to visit me in Minnesota, he did not see a moose. Or did I? <laughs> no, I did not. I would have loved to see a moose. It's definitely one of my favorite North American mammals. Yeah, it's the largest uh, species of deer in the world. It's a species of deer. Wow, yeah, I it's know a big that. species of deer. Anyway. Oh. I was I was in the I was in front of the bonobos tank or right. <laughs> tank <laughs> enclosure yeah enclosure and it was an outdated statistic but it said at the current rate we're gonna cut down the last rainforest tree by twenty forty five oh geez I was like what I'll be around for that hopefully or it also had, hopefully well, not <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I mean it also had early two thousands graphics so I was like okay maybe this is a little outdated but I'm like. I hope it's not like worse than it was, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my rainforest tangent. Save the rainforest tangent. I think the rainforest is still on fire, right? The, isn't the Amazon still on fire alongside California? I I don't know, man. I don't know if the Amazon is, but I know California is absolutely burning to the ground right now. Dude, if you saw some of those videos, it looks like post-apocalypse. It looks Mad Maxville. Exactly. Like guess so. that's that's. I mean. It's a rough set of state of affairs in the California Republic. Yeah, I saw a photo uh, earlier today, actually, of what it looks like—a plane flying over the clouds—and it just looks like a hellscape. Like just, really? just it just looks like it's just Sheesh. burning coals. Like the end of the movie. This is the end. Yes. Yeah. Exactly like that. During the rapture. Oh, so I Dude, guess every, if, all the good people are up with the Backstreet Boys in heaven, right? If, yeah. if James Franco would have just kept his mouth shut. He wouldn't have been eaten alive by Channing Tatum and his gang of can- or Danny McBride and his gang of cannibals. Oh my gosh. I love that movie. <laughs> anyway, I get, we'll kick it over to you, Mr. CJ Chetman. Yeah. Well, this is one I feel like you guys are going to have some strong opinions on. But let me say my piece a little bit before you absolutely just tear me to shreds. But underrated movie in the superhero category. 2003's Ang Lee and Eric Bana. Oh, oh my gosh. This guy. <laughs> Now, Seriously? We're, but it's because now we're so used to the superhero films where um, it's just like kind of like how everything is super visually appealing now. Maybe this was a little bit ahead of its time. Like this, he, okay, looks like a, like a, he looks like a Gary's Mod show. Yeah. <laughs> the CGI is terrible. Will not deny it. But it really does a good job of 
bringing a comic book to life. I think in the way that it, they do certain cuts, um, the way that they do the, just dropping the screen back to slide over to like the new screen. Like <laughs> transitions. Very, the, yeah. yeah the transitions. It's very, it's very like, I guess PowerPointy, like a cheap high school presentation. Why are, they, does, why are these like traits of a good movie? <laughs> well, I'm saying it does it does a good job of bringing it. It makes you feel like you could have made it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but it, it does a good job of bringing the comic book to life. I think. I just, I just feel like it just felt like too much, even in 2003. Like, like he fight he he fights like Hulk dogs. Right. All I remember like is he goes out into the or... desert and he's real sad. Yeah, he's sad. He throws tanks around, maybe. Yeah. I... <laughs> and there's like he fights a giant electric cloud at the end. That's like his. Like, Don't remember his that. Father or something. Yeah. Absorbing, so absorbing man. I guess. Okay, maybe I have a little bit of a sentimental attachment to it because the first <laughs> book that I ever read was when I was little was like a book about the Hulk. The end okay. Like not Hulk not that, not that. No. Um, It was like. I had one from Batman Robin. (laughs) And then, and then later, like it was 2003, it was one of like the first superhero movies that I watched. So I was super excited about seeing the Hulk throw tanks around and everything like that. And (laughs) I recently watched it um, like a couple months ago and I was like, yeah, this arguably is terrible, like (laughs) cinematically looking like it, like the CGI is terrible in every sense of the word, but maybe it brings back a little bit of a sentimental feeling as well as some of the things that you don't pick up on when you're a little kid is in the storytelling. Yeah, I'll also say, I think I, it's nostalgic for me because that was one of the first PlayStation games I remember having is Hulk. <laughs> and like, there's like this, it was just really fun. You like smash tanks and punch Hulk dogs and stuff. But I just can't get over how how the Hulk looks. He's shrucky. He's like some shrucky, weird, like gumbo looking <laughs> Pixar monster thing. Oh my I don't gosh. Know. Like, I think, like, yeah, exactly. He's got a, yeah. He's so dirty. Dana, bring that up on the, on the TV here. We got it. I don't know. Like, I think Sully from Monsters, Inc. was more convincing than. <laughs> than Eric than, Vanna Hulk. Yeah, Eric Vanna Hulk. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm like not crazy about the Incredible Hulk either. Oh, that, yeah. But I would probably yeah. rather watch Thor The Dark World twice than, Ooh. than even oh, rewatch. I have that on one of my lists today. <laughs> One of them. Dude, they did they did Stanley so dirty when they did his tribute at the Oscars. They showed his they did his cameo from the dark yes. Thor yeah. the Dark World. Thor the Dark Thor. And that was like bottom the, the most even, forgettable movie I've ever seen. Not even the most forgettable movie I've ever seen, but probably bottom three even Stanley cameos. I literally listed that in my overrated movies list. It's Thor? it's not rated very high, but it's still rated too high. Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Yeah, that's that 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 movie would be good friends with Angley's Hawk. Sorry, TJ. Yeah, but yeah, cool guys. That's probably a good start. Um, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back to talking about movies. Welcome, guys, to the mid-show break. We are excited to have a brand new segment called Columbus Thinks, uh, where we cold call people and get the thoughts on a wide array of different things. Um. So, I will take it away with our first caller. Love you a ton, buddy, but I have a call in like three minutes. Anthony, (laughs) you're on the podcast right now. You're live. We got a couple of questions for you to answer really quickly. Okay, what are your thoughts on anteaters? Anteaters? Dude, love anteaters. 
Is Tokyo a nice place to live? I I've not been to Tokyo, but it is a nice place to live. I believe I've heard. Finish this phrase. Grapes are. Wait, say it again. Finish this phrase. Grapes are blank. Uh, good for your health. And last one. How many pairs of socks is too many? Oh, never too many pairs of socks, baby. Let's go. Okay. Thank you for your time, Mr. Selskar. I love it. <laughs> okay. That was great. That wow. was amazing. Yeah, he was really ready. <laughs> he's got a big call. Right, he's got a big call. So we were hoping he got him ready for that. All righty. Who is going to be our next caller? Should I just pick somebody random? No. <laughs> All right. Here we go in with our next caller. Welcome to the show. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice. Well, uh, All right, I got another idea. I think he's driving to Cleveland right now, but we'll see what he has to say. Hello? Brendan, you're live on a podcast right now. I've got a couple of questions to ask you. Uh, okay. If you were getting brunch with Harriet Tubman, would you go to First Watch or Sunny Street Cafe? First Watch, Sunny Street is trash. Do you think Kermit the Frog does his own taxes? No, he definitely has an older white woman do his taxes. Is Mattress Firm funneling money in Lewis Center? Is Mattress Firm funneling money? Just answer the question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For years. Decades. Where were you Thursday, February 5th, 2015? Marco Island, Florida. Can you confirm? No. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Mr. O'Brien. <laughs> wow. Guys. Good stuff right here. Good stuff, there. yeah. Two people picked up. Yeah. Yeah, it worked out really well. Neither um, of my people picked up. <laughs> we could try so one Columbus more. Columbus do be thinking, though. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Let's get right back to our segment about movies. Welcome back, guys. We are coming at it again with our list of underrated movies. And, oh my gosh, TJ, I totally forgot. We have to give a shout out to our sponsors. Yeah, so today's episode is sponsored by Jim Beam, the world's number one bourbon. Um, in from Kentucky, uh, Jim Beam, smooth, smooth as a whistle, goes down just as good. And uh, like we say, um, it's made in Kentucky. It's enjoyed in Ohio. And also, <laughs> when you when you listen to the, the podcast here, we want you to be family, and so does Jim Beam. Jim Beam, come as a friend. Leave his family. Man, it's a good thing we get paid for these. Yeah, promo code bathtub. <laughs> yeah, promo code bathtub. Right. Type that in. On their website. Promo code bathtub full of beam. Bathtub full of beam, yeah. Right on. Cool. Thank you. Um, glad we got our monetized sponsors in. Um, I'm going to kick it off with my next pick. Um, this is a movie that is really re new, but I feel like flew under the radar, and the people that I did see it were not a big fan. Um, my next pick is Bad Times at the El Royale. Um, oh, great. Right on. Loved it. See, okay, thank you, because everyone I talked to was like, oh, I didn't like it that much. And I'm really? like, what? And it's probably one of my, it's probably my brother and I's one of our favorite movies. Right like, on. I love, 
I think I'm, I'm I think I'm a sucker for when a, a genre or a time period is is portrayed really well. Yeah. Like I love how big the soundtrack in the 70s are in that movie or it's late 60s. Just like 70s. Days and Confused. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the setting is 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 real. I love the characters. Jeff Bridges is great. Um I forget the girl the the singer in that show, but she's uh, great. Yeah. It's just got a sweet and yeah, Chris the, Hemsworth the is a likable, despicable like <laughs> yeah. leader. Yeah. The, the John Ham. Yeah, that soundtrack. I listen to it all the time. Yeah. That, that cast just really, yeah. each and every role, they blow it out of the water. Oh, honestly. totally. This whole heart of mine. This whole heart. And the scene where he's like, he like she's singing yeah, and yeah, yeah. Sing, and the other girls in the room with the shotgun and, and Jeff Bridges is getting the treasure out of the room. That's <laughs> just awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. And 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 it wasn't as popular as even The common complaint I've heard is like, it's just trying to be a Tarantino movie that didn't do as well. Um I kind of see that because of like the nonlinear storytelling, but I think it's its own thing and I think it does it well. Hmm. I also love how Miles just comes out of the woodshed at the end with oh, the, yeah. his Vietnam. Yeah, that yeah, flashback. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Anyway, yeah, I love the soundtrack. Right. Um, love the action. I've rewatched it a couple times. It's it's held up every single time. Yeah, I forgot John Hamm is in that movie. Yeah, he, uh, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Spoilers. Spoil, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that's like halfway through. It's early, but. but yeah, I've always loved that movie. Um, it's my buddy Rafe's popular. favorite movie. Is it really? Yeah. You Shout out Rafe. Gateway, right? <laughs> you saw it at Gateway. He, yeah, he brought a whole a, bunch of nachos. Yeah, and I was mad because it was at Gateway for like one weekend because I tried yeah. to go the weekend after you guys and it was gone. Yeah, anyway, shout out. Get it while Gate, it's hot. Gateway is open again. Oh shoot! Oh, we're like, for real. To... <laughs> better go see Tenet. Yeah. Uh, don't waste your time. Yeah, gateway. <laughs> support independent cinema. That's our secondary sponsor today. Shout out. Yeah, shout out Torpedo Room. <laughs> our other um I love the Torpedo Room. I love getting to a movie early and just hanging out in the Torpedo Room. Yeah. Mm. Ordering a craft root beer. Yeah. Shout out Goo. Oh, he buys the craft root beer with no refills. That's like seven dollars. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it, it's open again and I'm like, oh, it just feels like home to go back to Gateway. Bathtub full of ga- gateway promo Bathtub code. Bathtub full of gateway. <laughs> That's another one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I love the torpedo room. The craft root beer is to die for. One of our regular hosts will disagree with me, though. I do not like Tenet. Sims love Tenet, and I'm like... It's divisive. It's divisive. It's just, I felt like it was everything, the worst parts of every yeah. parenting. I, of haven't, every, I haven't seen no. it yet, so I'm I kind of want to make my own opinion. I feel like I'll, I think very differently when it comes to movies, you and I, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun to have blockbusters back, you know? Yeah. So, like, I enjoyed it for that, but, yeah, that's just my take. Anyway, I'll kick it over to you, Mr. Logang. All right, I'm going to go with my my favorite rock and roll movie, 2000's Cameron Crowe's Almost Famous. It's been a while since I've seen that one, but so, I do remember it being good. I feel like I've seen it's, this one. it's pretty critically acclaimed, but I feel like I don't, not enough people have seen it. I don't know. It was like, May, I, I might be wrong, time, but people kind of forgot but, about it. It's just awesome. Like, I looked into it. It's based on a true story. So the director, Cameron Crowe, he followed around the Allman Brothers bands when he was in high school in, like, the 70s, and he would, like, write about them. So he got, like, all these, like, in-person experiences, and that's kind of how the movie goes. So it's, like, a 15-year-old follows around an up-and-coming band in the 70s, and it's just great, like, rock and roll, like, on the road with the boys. (laughs) With the boys. So it's great. Um, They go to parties. They almost get in a plane crash and all that. It's, (laughs) It's wild um yeah it's great music it has my one of my favorite like scenes where i love scenes in movies where it's just people just singing in a car like together and they do that with elton john's tiny dancer yeah or like wayne's world or (laughs) 
those kind of those scenes in movies always make me yeah. uh, regret that I sold my car, but it was time for it to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is also this is just a weird fact. Almost Famous is one of the only movies I remember that came out in 2000. I'm like, oh yeah, that came yeah. out in 2000. It's like, like that and like Gladiator. And... Yeah, Gladiator. <laughs> and uh, X Men. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't mean to talk too much about the the Congo area at the Columbus Zoo, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> But I was Go I was off. there the other day, or like I said, my previous zoo trip, and we were walking over to the Colobus monkeys, and I heard the um, it's called, it's um, it's from the soundtrack. It's called like Elysium. It's one of the yes. songs in Gladiators. Yeah. Like, when he's like touching the the grass. Yeah, he's touching the grass and like whatever their equivalent of the afterlife was, and and But there's like. That was playing at the zoo, and I'm like, this like, is well, not a nature song. This is about, does this mean I'm about to die? To have a battle to the death with the colonists. Yeah, they were. I didn't, does yeah, this I mean I'm reminiscing of my dead family? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. I was like, I my thought family was monkeys all along. I thought I was gonna get. I thought I was gonna have to Tarzan style duke it out with right. a silverback or something. But. Anyways, I just I love movies about rock and roll, and this just captures the essence of rock and roll in the '70s better than anything I've ever seen. Because oh. like a lot of movies, they're based on like legitimate bands, like Bohemian Rhapsody, which oh man, uh, that's way overrated. Because like these bands have control over the movie, and like this, they it's a fictional band, so they could do whatever they want. They yeah, could like yeah, really yeah. go out there, and whereas like others are like they limit themselves because they want the star to like look good at all times. Yeah, so. That's just another thing that I had going for it. But Better my... than This Is Spinal Tap? <laughs> I, uh... I, watched that on, I watched that on an airplane coming home from Europe. <laughs> I watched Almost Famous on an airplane. Whoa. I thought I'd like This Is Spinal Tap more than I actually did. I, yeah. But Also, uh, PSA, don't watch Kong Skull Island on an airplane by yourself. It's not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know that was probably on a lot of people's minds. <laughs> Want to clarify just, that? Just yeah, disclaimer. Or, or Moonlight, honestly, that overrated Oscar win. Ooh, just a yeah. little slow. Anyway, good, kick it good. over to TJ. Yeah, we'll kick it over to TJ. Yeah, for my next pick on underrated movies, I'm gonna go Hunt for the Wilder People, um, New Zealand adventure comedy drama. <laughs> Taika Waititi. Yeah, take great director Taika Waititi. No, it was this was 2016. So he'd been in, yeah. he'd been in stuff and directed. He did like what we do in the shadows and yeah, okay. but great movie. Just like um, I don't know if anybody here has seen it, but what well, Logan yeah. has Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. Yes, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park three, uh, I should say. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ricky Baker. He's a he's a kid who's kind of he's from the city. He's Deadpool too. Yeah, juvenile delinquent. Um, and he goes and lives with his family in the country and then his adopted mother, uh, she passes away, but then they end up going on a, a walkabout, um, in New Zealand and Ooh, hijinks, and, hijinks ensue. Hijinks does ensue. <laughs> yeah. But it's a great movie. Very funny at times. Also very serious and heartwarming. Awesome about, adventure. Yeah. Hmm. So I highly recommend that movie. Um, Logan, you can talk about it a little bit more. I know. <laughs> Oh man, I I just I just love they just like run around like New Zealand like which is one of the coolest places ever Trail like of Mordor. If, yeah exactly. Um, it's just an awesome landscape and like people are chasing them the whole time, mm -hmm. like they're like the child they're like kind services. of wanted but <laughs> it's it's weird but is um, wanted for a mixed up reason that 
They keep stealing from these hunters. Yeah. <laughs> is um okay, was Sam Neal in the college football big fan Dr. Pepper commercials? Where he's like, he doesn't just know. eat Dr. He doesn't just drink Dr. Pepper. He, he eats, eats it. it. And he's like, big fan's not real. Is he like wearing I, a rank a Dr. Pepper raincoat in that? I, or I just I hope he is. I'm just gonna assume he oh, is. We'll yeah. He Mandela is. effect. Because <laughs> it looks exactly like him. He like, probably like, needed a paycheck. Liners. Like Peaky Blinders might be over. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, also, um, do you remember when we went to college game day for Penn State? Freshman that was year? awesome. I still have that Pizza Hut poncho. I brought it. I brought it. <laughs> yeah, I brought exactly. it Pizza yesterday. of the Hut? Yeah, Pizza of the Hut. <laughs> Spaceballs pizza underrated movie? It's going to come for you. Yeah, no one out Pizza yeah, the Hut. That college game day, I went out there at 9 p.m. the night before, slept out ah! there in a bag. <laughs> Wasn't oh, that for the oh, Michigan oh, one? No, that was well. That was the other time it was raining. Oh yeah, <laughs> the other that time you went all that was like... sophomore year. Shit. All right, yeah. Here's a fun. Here's a little uh, insider tra- insider tip. Insider trading. <laughs> insider tip. You can you can go to college game day at eight and 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 get in a coke commercial. Or nine. <laughs> or nine. We got there at nine once, and we got like yeah. pretty much to the front. Exactly. It's a blast. No one wants to stay the whole time for some reason. So. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get the yeah. Home Depot helmet. Yeah, the hard hat or the gloves. So you can I do the hand thing, bad radio. Dude, that was the best thing ever when they're like, hey, hold these Dr. Pepper cinnamons or yeah. these Coke cinnamons. You're going to be in a commercial. Or not a commercial. You're going to be in a segment. <laughs> oh, man. But like, mine made it. It was like some ad for an Oregon State game or something. But yeah, we were on the right stand. But, but yeah, hunt for the wilder people. <laughs> All right. Wait, was he? Wait, awesome why did I bring Sam Neal up? Was he in that? He, he was, was in that. that. Yeah. yeah. Was he kind of a grizzled old man? Who, oh like, yeah, yeah, very <laughs> grizzled. Very grizzly. Very soft spoken. Yeah, I, I can picture it. Man, already to our last pick. Um, I was kind of between a couple movies. I think even while recording this podcast, I think I'm gonna go with uh, the comedy, The Nice Guys. Um, I loved it. I don't know how many people saw it. I think it was it was definitely well received. First R-rated movie I saw legally. Um, Ooh, all right. I saw I saw Mad Max Fury Road, but my friends and I got my grandma to buy us all tickets and walk us. <laughs> and then my grandma just walked out. So like, thanks, Grammy. <laughs> oh my gosh, very but it was, cool, Grandma. Yeah, she was cool. She didn't want to stay. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe she'd get up and leave like my mom did at John Wick Three. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, was it just too much, too violent for her? Yeah, it was literally 10 minutes in. Really? It was like, Mom, like, you want to go see a movie? <laughs> sure. I'd love to spend time with you. <laughs> but go continue. Did you stay? I, of you course. It's, it was John Wick. Of course I stayed. Did you drive separately or did she just go to like... She, she went in another movie. Okay. So. But uh, yeah, first R-rated movie. I think, again, it's kind of like Almost Famous, I feel like, where it was popular at the time and it was well-received, but it kind of yeah. got forgotten. But I think it's hilarious. I love... Russell Crowe and yeah. Ryan Gosling. Um, it's set in the 70s again. And like I said, I'm a sucker for a, a good portrayal of the time period. Right. The 70s is almost its own character in the movie. Right. Um, there's a lot of fun set pieces. There's a character there's... named Chet in that movie. He's <laughs> the projectionist. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a scene where um, there's a scene where they're in an elevator with a giant bee. And like there's Nick, Richard Nixon's underwater in one part. And like, I don't know. It's just really funny. Um, it's sort of like a mystery that unravels. Um, yeah, private Russell, they're private investigators. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a lot of fun. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was the most fun I've ever, one of the most fun film watching experiences I've ever had at the movies. Um, 
There was talk of a sequel, but I don't know if anything ever got off the... Yeah, I heard about that, too. Um, it would be cool, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just a good it's a good movie. I, I liked it a lot. Um, just funny. Yeah, that was uh, Shane Black, from the director of Iron Man 3. Yeah, yeah. everyone's favorite Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> they just totally ripped off the villain from Incredibles. Like the disgruntled, <laughs> nerdy, like snubbed by the hero... Yeah, I am the Builds Mandarin. The band, yeah, <laughs> I am the Mandarin. I don't know. I, yeah, probably right above Thor: The Dark World for me. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think I've rewatched it since two thousand. I haven't seen it since the theaters. Yeah, since I watched it in theaters. But uh, cool. All right, last pick, Mr. Logang. So I did. I did comedy. I did uh, drama, and I did sci-fi. So I had to go with a, a cheesy '90s action movie for my last pick. So that is Michael Bay's The Rock. Now, this is my favorite Michael Bay movie by far because it's Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery at the height of their powers. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what the movie is, well, Sean terrorists... Sean Connery might have had higher power in... Um, Highlander? In the Highlander. Because <laughs> he had the high, high yeah, ground. Because you, you know that that won the Oscar for greatest movie ever made. Like, really? I, when I, we I, watched I, that, I fell asleep like right <laughs> after Sean Connery was introduced, and I woke up right when he died. <laughs> so... But anyways, The Rock. So it's terrorists have taken over Alcatraz Island and they're, they're pointing a bunch of um, chemical weapons at San Francisco and they're trying to get a bunch of money or something. So Nicolas Cage, chemical weapons expert, is, is sent in with none other than Sean Connery, former escapee of Alcatraz. He's the only one who knows how to get in and out of that island. So it's a wacky um, combination of characters, but... Very entertaining. It's got all that cheesy Michael Bay dialogue, which we all know and love. So, is it kind of like Face Off, where they break out of like a prison? I I love or Face they're... Off. That's like so. Nicholas, the trifecta of Nicholas Cage movies were all like back to back years. So it's like The Rock, Con Air, and Face Off, which are three of my favorite action movies, but because they're all just over the top and it's so much fun. But yeah, it's got great quotes, quotes like uh, just when Sean Connery says, welcome to the rock. It just gets me going. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen have, this. Like, but magnetic shoes that keep them on like that. That's also face off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, how could that be? And it's cool, but like, what do they have to go to the bathroom? I I don't know. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> like, I watched I like that movie maybe that's three weeks ago. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, good good second pick. I've never good seen pick. that. I wanted to watch that. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's what got Michael Bay all those Transformers movies. For uh, <laughs> <laughs> Harbor and all that. But go ahead, TJ. Yeah, so for my last pick, uh, we kind of hinted at this earlier, um, but I'm gonna go with Treasure Planet. So <laughs> right on. Yeah, great animated adventure film. Um, and we think, at least I do, I've heard Logan does. Um, think that this would be ripe yeah. for a live action remake. One of the ones that would actually make sense. Nothing cooler than space pirates. Like, need I say more? <laughs> yeah, that's just that. That is all that the uh, the new movie poster will say. It will just say space pirates. White text, black screen. <laughs> yeah, tiny text, treasure planet. Yeah, cal cal <laughs> yeah, calibre font. <laughs> and then people will show up. Space. They will be yeah. there. Yeah, I don't. I think there's a funny story about those directors too, because they were like Disney regulars, and 
they wanted to make Treasure Planet for like ten years, but they're like, all right, direct this movie first. They're like, okay, now we did this. All right, direct Hercules. They're like, okay, now we yeah. do this. And they're like, can we finally make Treasure Planet? And they do, and it's like, it just wasn't enough for old Mickey Mouse to make a ride out of it. <laughs> yeah, I, it would it would make for a great ride, a great live action remake. Yeah. Great Lego sets, probably. Oh, for know. sure. <laughs> Those flying ships are sweet. Yeah, they got the sails, and he, yeah. like, he's he's like an angsty teen on his like sail, like yeah. his skateboard sail thing. Yeah. Jimbo is actually played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. If you guys didn't know that, but. wait, really? Yeah. Dude, I feel like that's also in the same category as um, uh, the Atlantis, the Disney Atlantis movie too, where it's like an adventure. I theme. should probably revisit that one. Oh, yeah. I I don't remember it as well, but it was a cool idea. Yeah, it was cool. Atlantis was like well explored. It was also like early 20th century time period, so mm -hmm. that was fun. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, that would, I be, love a good, that that pick. would be a good remake. It made no money for Disney, but yeah, none at all. But I bet <laughs> if they if they remade it, it would make some money. Also, no one's making pirate movies anymore. Why are yeah, we like on. it's Pirates of the Caribbean has a stranglehold on the pirate movie market? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I I love the show the Black movie. Sails, which is like realistic pirates, but. Other than that, there's, like, no pirate content out there, and I love pirates. So. Yeah, like, I mean, we could use a more realistic pirate movie. Yeah. You know, like, maybe more based in history. I don't know, because you're right. We, like, I mean, we wait. went into Pirates on the Boats episode, too. Like, we kind of went deep into Yeah, pirates. we, yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, the Flying Dutchman. We're pro, uh, I don't want to say pro pirates. Pirate film adaptation. Yeah. Film exploration podcast. Because you're right, there are, like... Now so, I think about it, I don't think I ever... It's a fascinating time period. I can't think of another pirate movie that's not Pirates of the Caribbean. Muppets besides Treasure Muppet Island. Treasure Island. <laughs> yeah. It's a really grim intro. It's like, Shiva Timbers. I still think Black Sails is a very underrated show, if you guys are interested. It's on Hulu. But it has a great it's, opening theme. I remember. It, when yeah, I love that. It, I think it's better than the Game of Thrones theme. It's it gets It's exciting. I don't does, know. Does Hook count as a pirate movie? I get it. Yeah, Captain, Captain Hook. Yeah. yeah. Peter Pan, all that. Yeah, there's really not a, a litany or, or a huge literature of pirate movies. So. And plus, Pirates of the Caribbean jumped the ship with all that magic and and Shane Black is black yeah, they, and right. they, jumped, yeah. they jumped the shark. So uh, Warner <laughs> Brothers, if you're listening, <laughs> make a pirate movie. Um, I guess just a couple honorable mentions. Uh, I'm going to go with Drive. Uh, I really love Drive. I feel like it kind of... I, I'd, I'd heard about it, but I didn't... I'd never watched it before, um, and I really liked it. Um, Princess and the Frog, another one. Um, Hardworking Princess, probably my favorite Disney movie. Uh, I feel like it doesn't get Disney Princess attention. movie. Yeah, Disney Princess movie. They own everything now. <laughs> yeah, literally, they own Marvel and Star Wars. Star Wars, like, what do you not own, Lex Luthor? Yeah, they own all Hulu too. <laughs> they own Hulu, ESPN. Yeah, they, literally, they own sports. They own Fox, space, ABC, Fox, ABC. <laughs> Dude, we were about Amazon, but but old Mickey is is, yeah, man. is seeking world domination. <laughs> um, and I really love the Prestige. I feel like that's the yes. Christian oh, that people forget about. That's the one that's like under the rug. That and Memento. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. Memento. I saw Mark. Memento is one of the coolest concepts for a movie. It's like he has um, amnesia, but the whole movie's told backwards. So whoa! So like he keeps forgetting hey, like spoilers. every four minutes, and then they just like keep looping. Like Shutter Island, kind of. Nothing like Shutter Island <laughs> <Okay>. at all. <laughs> but yeah, those are my honorable mench. All right, I've got a bunch. First, I got a couple we've talked about. 
the movie Crank with Jason Statham is like a mid two thousands like action movie. I I showed it to TJ. I don't know if he liked it or not. I thought it, it was in, it was enjoyable. It was, it was a ride. <laughs> it was a ride. It's just so Jason Statham he gets like injected with some poison that like if his um adrenaline levels get too low he will die. So he's like constantly just like running around doing crazy stuff to keep his like adrenaline high while like chasing down the guys who did this to him. And it's like. I don't know. It's just, so it's, it's crazy. Like, so it's like Keanu Reeves speed, but he is the bus. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is, that is like the best analogy you could put. For that. Yeah. Like, he like, like, like um, Jason Patrick speed to cruise control, but he <laughs> is the cruise ship. <laughs> um, my next one, Starship Troopers, but I feel like a lot of people know about that one. Yeah. One of my favorite sci-fi action movies. It's uh it's ridiculous, but it's a lot of fun. Um, they just go to Mars and they fight bugs for no reason. And, <laughs> It's it's great. They made a musical about it. They did. Really? Yeah, Star Kids. It's a small uh, theater production, but they made they made three sequels that no one saw. So. <laughs> kind of like Scorpion King. Who watched I, the Scorpion King movie? Was, was that part of the Mummy? Yeah, it was like yeah, a shoot off so. the Mummy. Yeah, I, I only saw Rock the first Johnson Mummy. Attacks Brendan or uh, Brendan Fraser at the end. He's <laughs> like, let's make four mo- forgettable movies that are based off of this. The next one I got I got Dread from like 2012 with Carl Urban. I don't know if you guys know the character Judge Dredd, but like, so he's the guy, him, yeah, right? he's like, he's like, I am the law. He's the judge, jury, executioner. It's just an awesome, like, um, futuristic sci-fi action movie um, that's, like, fairly recent. It's pretty short, and it's uh, very entertaining. It's kind of like the Raid Redemption, but in the future. So, <laughs> my next one is Mallrats. <laughs> oh, funny, have, um, funny story. It has Stan Lee in it. It's uh Kevin uh Kevin Smith. It's a fun fun movie about guys going to the a, mall. He's wearing a hockey jersey, like everything. He's does yes. everything. Okay. No, no, he wears a trench coat and his name is Silent Bob and he never talks. <laughs> oh, but, oh no, he, he talks every once in a while, but every time he does, it's like fur, but something super profound. Oh. So what do you want to say about mall rats, say, TJ? Funny story about um mall rats. My high school history teacher was actually like a background character in that movie. No way. He told us that one of like the first weeks of class. My from New Jersey? Sophomore year <laughs> high school. But yeah, it was, it was just funny. And he was like, yeah, some of the, uh, some of the, like the big time cast, like they were very intimidating and it was mainly just so they could laugh at the extras. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, do you want to do a couple of and then we'll move on? Yeah. So one, I just have one that I'd like to hit on, um, chef with, uh, John Favreau. Ooh, yep. That's a good yep. one that people great, about. Yeah, great movie. Um, just talking about traveling across the country with your food truck. And John and Favreau kid. gives himself the hottest girlfriend yeah. spot. <laughs> and they sing Marvin Gaye on the bus, and it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, they go to Louisiana, uh, make beignets. Yeah, like, we, we oh, established Texas barbecue. With the sun. Mm-hmm. Makes grilled cheese. Yeah. Whenever he's just cooking, it's just awesome. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of cooking and the culinary arts, so Chef was a very exciting yeah. watch for me. Great underrated soundtrack, too. True. Yeah. Soundtracks can really make Chef a soundtrack. movie. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all that. It's got that Spanish vibe on, like, every song. Uh, it's awesome. Um, just to hit it really quick, overrated movies. I've talked about this before. Avatar, but the non-airbender version uh, with the blue people. <laughs> Yeah, because, because the so... live action Avatar is just great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody loves it. But it's just—it's long. People like talked about the visual effects. I honestly thought it was—I mean, the effects were good. 
I don't know, but it's like, it's just retreading the Native American story. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I just found it to be a little bloated, a little bit preachy. Yeah. Um, and just not that rewatchable. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the world went crazy yeah. for it. And Phenomenon then, at the time. <laughs> yeah. And then James Cameron decided to kill all possible hype. He hasn't made a movie since. Yeah. They built but he's a got Disney like... park around it before they came out with the next movie. <laughs> they greenlit like five sequels. <laughs> and it's what it's been. It's been over 10 years. Yeah. It's been over 10 years. Nobody cares anymore. I think that two is supposed to come out in 2019, but. <laughs> um, and then another last one, Interstellar. Ooh. It's, mm. I don't know. It's like all spacey and tries to be really cerebral in a Christopher Nolan kind of way, but like. I just thought it was like a little too Matthew McConaughey sad in I space. Was, I felt, yeah, like the and the movie tries to outsmart you, and but then he like talks to his daughter through a book interdimensional bookshelf. I'm yeah. like, what is going on? <laughs> and then there's like a cheesy message about like Anne Hathaway's like the only the only force that survives space and time is love. Whoa, <laughs> I don't know. Really I powerful. I just thought it was a little. I, I yeah. People disagree with me. I think Christopher Nolan is great when he's good, but like it's entertaining enough. I, I enjoy of... it. It's not my favorite of his. Yeah. Um, oh. You have a couple. Uh, some of my uh, hot my one of my hot take ones. I think Mean Girls is overrated. Ooh. I I understand it. I am not the demographic that the movie is for, but I just I don't think it's very funny at all. But and it's very very dated to the early two thousands. Yeah, guys. Like uh. Book smart is like the the current version of that, yeah. Which I, I like, but another like Clueless is like that too. Uh, I'm not big on that. It's a uh, Joker. Oh, what? I, uh, Joker is just it's just like it's literally King of Comedy and Taxi Driver combined. Like those stories, like beat for beat. Uh, if you guys don't know, King of Comedy is just like Robert De Niro's like a failing comic. failing comic, and he like sneaks his way onto like a talk show, and like Taxi Driver is like a a guy basically goes insane and kills people. So <laughs> it's those movies mashed together. And Joker, it's just a real downer. Not my kind of movie. Um, I can't and, uh, believe you just invited me on this show to make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll get what you deserve. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then uh, Jason Bourne. All of those yeah, movies. The, the shaky those cam. movies yeah, ruined shaky. action movies for the like <laughs> ten years because everybody wanted to be Jason Bourne and like the action style is just terrible. Yeah, I don't shaky know. Shaky cam everything. So like those like action movies were bad until like John Wick came out and like they actually started showing action. So those are like the ones that uh, really stuck out to me as overrated. I have like ten more, but a lot of them are. We bought a zoo is on the list, which I'm seeing. Yeah. G- we G- bought a zoo. Yeah, what? G- you don't. I hate, fam- I hate heartwarming family movies. I uh, I didn't like We Bought a Zoo, and uh, that's that's all there is to it. I don't know. G Force. Uh, G Force. That was like every- I went to three middle school parties where we went to see people in theaters. No. Yeah, I I don't care for G Force. And I was old enough to be aware that it was a bad movie. Probably my hottest take is I have Godfather Part 2 on here. I like Godfather Part 1. So I, I like Godfather Part 1, but like you, you get into God, Part 2 and it's like you're you're in there for three and a half hours. And it's yeah, it it's like cool. it's very 70s. So movies move slower. And yeah, I guess I understand the critical acclaim, but it's just not for me. That makes sense. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the podcast. And we hope that you take some of our underrated movies, give them a watch. Some of the overrated movies, um, maybe don't watch them anymore or something like <laughs> yeah. that. I don't know. <laughs>
Yeah, we're boycotting We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. We hate heartwarming family flicks where the father connects to his children. <laughs> Canceled. But yeah, yeah, no, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for, for having me on, guys. It's been a pleasure to talk underrated movies. Um, love to come on anytime soon. Great. Well, good night, guys.